Hello and welcome to Off the Leash with Eliza, the pet business coach. Eliza is an entrepreneur, coach, writer, pet industry expert, recovering corporate junkie, and pet mom. After fleeing her 9 to 5 of 30 years, she launched her own pet sitting and dog walking business, growing it from nothing to six-figure revenue and a dozen employees in less than two years. If you love animals and have ever dreamed about making a career out of working with pets, Eliza has your back. She'll give you a practical look at the mechanics of starting and running a pet business, mixed with a no-holds-barred look at the ups, downs, and sideways of making a huge change in your life and finding your true self with a lot of slobbery kisses along the way. Life is short. Don't spend a chain to something that doesn't bring you joy. Here's your host, Eliza, helping you live off the leash. Hello, everyone. This is Eliza, your pet business coach, coming at you with another episode of Off the Leash. Today, I'm going to be talking with Tori Levitt, owner of Doolittle's Doghouse and founder of the Association of Pet Professionals. Tori is the owner of Doolittle's Doghouse, a pampered pet care company in the greater Phoenix area. Since 2008, Doolittle's Doghouse continues to serve thousands of pet owners with a rock star team of 40 plus sitters. She is also the founder of the Association of Pet Professionals, a new trade association geared to assist pet sitters looking to level up their game. Having, walk, having walked in the shoes of the solopreneur pet sitter, she brings experience, thoughtfulness, and relevant resources to her members. Tori's passion for pets and people is captured in her book, The World According to Dog, Amusing Life Lessons Taught to Us by Dogs, available on Amazon. Tori's favorite motto in life, and I love this, life is like a camera, focus on the big picture, develop from the negative, and if it doesn't work out, take another shot. Tori, welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Eliza. Thank you for giving me a shot on your podcast. I love this. I love the opportunity to share ideas, suggestions, and uh, life lessons with our pet sitting community. It's awesome. a fun place to be. Awesome. Well, we're so happy to have you. Can, can you Thank start you. by telling us a little bit about yourself and your business? Well, thank you. It doesn't everybody love to brag on their business. Uh, I was a mortgage loan officer coming out of college, fat, dumb, and happy, 30 years, very successful financial career until the real estate crash of 2008. And I found myself in reinvention mode and through serendipity, just started boarding dogs in my home. And after the first few years of 10 dogs per day on any given day, pole vaulting all over each other in my home, I decided to expand and hire other sitters to help me serve the growing demand for pampered pet care. And it's a unique place for all of us in the pet sitting space because more and more, People are treating their dogs and cats like kids, and we are here to cater to all of that. That is so, so true. And I love the way uh, you said you were in reinvention mode. <laughs> Couldn't use a little reinventing from time to time. <laughs> yes, I think life circumstances require that all of us maintain flexibility 
Love open-mindedness, be open to all opportunities and learn to pivot. Just learn to pivot. That is so true. We are nothing if not flexible as professional pet caregivers. Absolutely. So what services, primary services does your business offer? We offer cage-free boarding in our private homes. We also offer move-in care in the client's homes. We do fur babysitting, which is simply maybe two to four hours in duration of literally just sitting with the dogs, the cats, keeping them calm and happy. We have dog training. I have a certified dog trainer on the team. So we offer private lessons and board and train. We do some daily visits and periodically pet taxi. In essence, whatever that client's need is, I'm going to move mountains to find a care plan and make it work. Primary focus, cage-free boarding, move-in care that's long-term, that's either a few days to a few weeks that we are caring for our clients' pets. I love your service offering. There's, there's, Thank It you. really does cover a, pretty much everything that a client would need. And I'm I have to admit, I'm fascinated by your business because current trend in, in the pet sitting and well, pet sitting industry is pet sitting business owners tend to be moving away from overnights for a variety of reasons, but you have embraced that. And it is a huge part of your business, both overnights in the client's homes and overnights in the pet sitters homes. Can you tell, tell me a little bit about how, how you came to that, how, how that's structured? Absolutely. So we're going back to 2008 when I launched this business 15 years ago. At the time, my son was only 10 and I was responsible for raising this young man and wanted to be home as much as possible. So focusing on longer term care for other people's pets allowed me that privilege. Rather than jump in my car and drive from client to client to walk their dog or make daily visits for nature breaks and make sure Kitty is okay, I simply invited furry guests to move in with us and be part of our family activities during their staycations. Hence, the focus on longer term care versus popping in and out for 30 minutes, which is a viable business model. But for me, I went in the other direction and the clients kept coming. It was quite clear that, wow, the demand for unique boutique boarding as an alternative to kennels and cages, i.e. pet resorts, was bigger than I expected. And along the way, clients started asking for other services. So for example, it wasn't until 2015 that I got my first request, do you have someone who can move into my house? I have three dogs and two cats. I can't bundle them up and bring them to your home or the homes of your sitters. Do you have someone who can move in? Absolutely. I didn't, but I created that division, <laughs> jumped on that. Okay, 
let's change our contracts a little bit. Let me go to my existing team of pet sitters and see who has the flexibility to pack their bags and move into somebody else's home. And off we went in that direction. So the services that I mentioned that we offer were added over time to accommodate client demand and at the same time scale in a sustainable way that none of us became overwhelmed. And that's that's where we're going with that. Wow, it really sounds like Today. a situation of if you build it, they will come. <laughs> So at at what point did you realize that you wanted to start your own business versus working for someone else? Because obviously there are other options that are flexible, but you chose to start your own business. Why, Why did you do that? You know, Eliza, I didn't plan on starting my own business. I just rolled with an unexpected shift in shift in life circumstances and leaned into the direction it was taking me. So I'm a loan officer building relationships and financing the American dream. The real estate market crashed in 2008. That was an uncontrollable event. So suddenly I have this opportunity now to start boarding dogs in my home. It just happened. Um, And therefore, I just decided to roll my years of mortgage lending, an acute sense of detail, and ability to create infrastructure necessary to build a business. And at the time, I did join a trade association to gather business resources in those early years of my pet sitting growth. It's it's been quite a journey. Hilariously, I never thought that I would put myself in a position to manage others. I loved being a loan officer and getting out, building relationships with real estate agents and home builders. And I valued what my managers were doing for me, but I didn't envy what they were asked to do on a daily basis. And then I found (laughs) myself in a management position. I thought, okay, this isn't so bad. But (laughs) here we are again, just, it sounds so trite, go with the flow. You find yourself (laughs) in a, in a new place. Don't run from it. Don't be afraid. Uh, Dive in and take a leap of faith because anything is possible. That is great advice. You know, and I, I really appreciate the fact that you came from an industry being a, a loan officer to a pet business owner seems like a, a huge, huge leap, but you know, I did the same thing. I came from a non-pet related industry and I like that you talk about the different skills that you bring from that industry that are now serving you in your pet business, because that's so true. I think we undervalue ourselves thinking we don't have the skills we need to be in this type of a business. When in reality, when you take stock of what you've done, you tick a lot of those boxes and you just don't realize it. Absolutely. So what is the hardest challenge you've had to overcome in your business? I think initially when you recognize that demand is sufficient to absolutely exhaust your personal ability to satisfy your clients physically, emotionally, and spiritually, 
don't be afraid to hire. So the hiring process initially requires that you relinquish your fanatical control and put trust in others to work beside you in that common interest of delivering customer service excellence and to not be afraid. So it that was hard for me to give up that control at first until I realized that I have the ability to pick the right people to work with me. So that's on me to hire talent that aligns with my goals. And there are some fundamentals there. Clearly, you got to love animals. Okay, <laughs> You got to, and you have to be okay with dog hair on your clothes, accidents in the home, picking up after them, um, maybe a little wear and tear on your home if you're boarding the dogs in your home. And if you really focus on some of those fundamentals in the hiring process, work very closely with your hires to make sure that they continue to pattern you and what your clients are asking for and what it means to deliver service excellence. It does get easier to grow a family of employees or ICs, however you want to categorize them. And I think that's another secret sauce that I did not realize at first because I did not have management experience, but I treat my pet nannies, my pet sitters, like family, and they know that I've got their back that they are going to be treated like gold. And in the process, I'm getting extreme dedication, perseverance, commitment. And it is through my team of pet sitters that we've been able to scale to where we are today. I clearly couldn't do this without them. So the organizational chart for Doolittle's Doghouse does not have me at the top and layers of management beneath me and then down to my foot soldiers. It is a linear org chart. I'm on one hand, I'm on one end, and we're all holding each other's hand down the line. Well, that is fantastic. And speaking as someone who is trying to be less of a control freak, <laughs> I can <laughs> completely relate to the trauma of being able to let go and put our babies in someone else's hands. Absolutely. But it is so doable with the right mindset. Put some thought process into the hires and treat your hires like gold and and you'll be good to go. Absolutely. What would you tell, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 20-year-old self today? <laughs> You're going to get wrinkles, girl. Get over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And they'll all be well-earned wrinkles. Well-earned. And there's a trade-off. For those wrinkles, you gather wisdom. And um, I think the best answer to that question is to focus on relationship building. When you put the client first, you'll grow a base of devoted pet parents 
that will tell your their friends about you. So don't worry about the one-off clients that wreck your day. Focus on the big picture and never give up. Well put. Great advice. When you go to the market, you don't put one of everything in your cart. You only need some things. You pick and choose only the items you need. It's similar when you start a business. You need all kinds of documents, things like forms, policies, templates, procedures, and agreements. You may have some of these already and just need a few to fill in the gaps. You may be just starting out and need all of these. I've created a document marketplace to get you going quickly with exactly what you need. Find affordable, important for your business documents that you can customize to your company at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash document dash marketplace forward slash. This link will be available to you on the show notes as well. Don't waste time reinventing the wheel writing documents from scratch. Check out the document marketplace today for your business. What motivates you to get out of bed in the morning? Oh my gosh, every day is a gift. So the older you get, and yes, with the wrinkles to to show for it, I think the more you realize the importance of each day and to make the most of it. So I know that there is going to be a bevy of people waiting for me to respond to their needs, whether or not it's my pet sitters or clients, and certainly the dogs and cats in between, all of whom have their own specific needs, personalities, and proclivities. So I know there's business waiting for me. And after I rev up the coffee, start my day on the patio, weather permitting, feed the birds in the backyard, have a little mindfulness moment to myself, then I can hit the computer and address every individual need that I am privileged to satisfy. So that's that's my motivation really is that sense of purpose and um, knowing that what I'm offering has value. It has value. That makes me feel good. I love that on two levels. I love that there are people depending on you and you know, you are giving and giving and giving. And I also love that you said you take care of yourself in the morning as well. You have your mindfulness moment because it's so important to not forget yourself in all of this uh, because it is easy to be pulled in a million different directions and burnout is so prevalent in our industry. What else do you do? Do you do, do you do anything else in the morning, part of your morning routine to take care of you? Well, I'm really into mindfulness and definitely taking care of me in a more focused manner. And it really is something that needs to um, be managed throughout the day. Start your morning right. And that could be a yoga session or uh, a short walk, communing with nature. Put that cell phone away and just have your moment of silence. But at the same time, I think women have a tendency to put everyone else first. It's a great attribute, but we need to make sure that our personal needs are met also. So 
maintaining a well-developed perspective of positivity, knowing that you matter as much as everyone else in your purview. And that sense of positivity is very important. There's always two ways of looking at a scenario and some situation may look really bad at first. That thing, that event that you are avoiding, it's it's part of your day. You just know you have to address it and it's got you down. But if you dig a little bit deeper and kind of choose to take a different spin, let's look at what is this event supposed to teach me about how I need to develop, learn, do a better job next time. And sometimes you just have to rip off the Band-Aid, okay? Just rip it off, deal with that crabby client, deal with a situation that didn't go according to plan or as well as you hoped. And the more you address adversity with a positive attitude and come from a position of strength, the easier it gets over time. I could not have said that better myself. That's so, so true. You know, in life, everything's a choice. We have a choice of positivity or we have a choice of negativity. And really, it just comes down to deciding. And and I live by that. So I, I can completely relate. Good, because you're right. Positivity is a choice. Um, choose to be happy. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything we haven't covered that you want to say to our listeners before we close out? Yes, I have so much more to say only because I have had a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> And boy, when that caffeine kicks in, I have, I just get on a roll. Um, For the record, I, we're taping in the afternoon. So this is afternoon coffee. We're not even, this isn't even morning. So, oh no, girl, I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> I don't stop until noon. Uh, <laughs> I just think that I want everyone out there to realize their full potential, to not be afraid uh, to expand a little bit and don't be afraid to consult with others, reach out to find resource to assist you in your personal and professional growth. So there are many folks like you and me that are available to simply help. Here, I want to help you. Don't be afraid to reach out to Eliza or Tori and say, I need help. I don't know where to go with this. Um, we're available, you and I. Make sure that any pets that are out there that has some questions or you know, maybe struggling to level up, that they are able to reach me through your um, contact information that you put on your podcast, Eliza. Yeah. And I would certainly encourage them to reach out to you as well in the interest of uh, business coaching. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And um, last question, where can people go to learn more about you and what you do? 
My two websites are great ways to learn more about how I can help. Uh, that would be doolittlesdoghouse.com and the Association of Pet Professionals.com. If anybody wants to chat, they can call my landline or submit a contact us form. I am 120% present during the work week and I replied all my calls and emails. I do take weekends off. I think it's important back to that self-care, set boundaries. My boundaries are I don't work weekends. I'm available if you really need me. But if it can wait until Monday, awesome. Then we'll chat then. So to everyone listening, have a blessed day and go get them. If Eliza or I can help you with the go in that, let us know. Thank you so much, Tori. I really appreciate it. And the links you mentioned will be on our show notes as well Thank for you. our listeners. Um, I as well uh, just really enjoyed speaking with you today and uh, best of luck in your business. Thank you, Eliza. And same to you, continued success, good health and happiness always. That's our episode for today. I'd also like to invite you to join your peers in the pet business community by joining our Facebook group. Just search for The Pet Business Academy to find a place where you can connect with other pet business professionals. You can also find me, The Pet Business Coach, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and if you did, I'd love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And if you're ready to take the plunge and launch your own pet business, or if you feel stagnated and want to take your existing pet business to the next level, then reach out to me for a free coaching session at tpbc.dog. That stands for The Pet Business Coach, tpbc.dog. And finally, links for all of these resources and any mentioned in the show can be found on the show notes page by going to the episode website on your phone, scrolling to the bottom, and clicking on the show notes link. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness. Are you wondering if a pet business is right for you? Are you feeling lost or overwhelmed in your pet business and don't know who to turn to? Do you want to start doing something you love and living your life off the leash? Eliza can help. She offers a four-hour one-on-one coaching package for working through complex questions or developing strategic and tactical plans for your business. This package can be used as you need it over two months in 30 or 60-minute increments to give you time to digest and act on what you learn. Eliza also offers 30 or 60-minute single sessions to help you get answers to your quick or less complex issues or questions. Book a free 20-minute coaching call with Eliza today at www.tpbc.dog. And in the meantime, don't forget to check out Eliza's tools and templates to help you move your business forward. You can find them on our website at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog. Have a pawsome week and join us for the next episode of Off the Leash. <music>